0: Hello, everybody. It's Nicolette of The Creative Genius. And how are you today? It's so lovely to be here once again. Now, I have a really great guest with me in the studio today. And uh, I just want to say that today's show is sponsored by Jerkies of Battersea. So thank you, Jerkies. Now, as you know, I'm Nicolette, and this is the local radio show that supports the creative in learning who they are so that they can courageously tap into their genius and this week's show has a guest whose purpose is to create in unexpected ways i'm curious about what that looks like and the catalyst behind it so alex hinson is an american actor and music direct mo- movement director based in london and she received her ba in liberal arts from sarah lawrence college where she studied theatre and movement. And she also studied theatre for two years in Paris, France, at the International École de Théâtre Jacques Lecoq <laughs> in Paris, France, for two years. So in 2015, Alex co founded bric Theatre, an international theatre company that tells stories in unexpected ways. And presently, her show, Mustard Doesn't Go With Girls, is a feminist family musical playing at the Pleasants in London on the 16th and 17th of November this year. And I thought it would be really interesting to hear Alex's story and how she manages to keep her theatre company afloat with her co-creators. I mean, how does one gracefully navigate through the different personalities that make up a creative company? make group decisions that turn into rewarding outcomes and how does one find balance so that everyone pulls their weight for the greater good of the company if you're running a creative company right now that has more than just you this conversation could be useful to you hearing someone else's experience about your challenges can not only reduce isolation but can also offer a refreshing new perspective on things Seeing the cube from a different angle can really impact results and help you grow less contained, more open to fearlessly owning a new space. On the other hand, if you're more of a solo genius, what's been your experience of previous collaborations if you've had them? Or how do you think you'll manage future joint products? I think this is a really great time to introduce Alex Hinson to The Creative Genius Show. Hi, Alex. Hello. <laughs> How are you?
1: I am very good. How thank are you? I'm really good, thank you. Good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. Um, so let's get straight in today. Uh, I was really curious about you and what you're doing, etc., and what you're creating, and this unexpected ways. So was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like brick, 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 brick. So first of all, can you simply just tell me a little more about brick theater Company?
1: I would love to. So, Um, As you mentioned, we trained at a school called Jacques Lecoq in Paris, which is a fascinating school where we learn movement, mime, um, different styles of theater, and every week we would need to present something to show to the rest of the class. Okay. Um, And there was a group of us that really enjoyed working together. Mm. Um, So we eventually decided that um, we wanted to continue working together even after um our two years at school and one of us um our very talented director anna marshall she had an idea for a show
0: oh okay she
1: wanted to tell the story of her father and his relationship with smoking and how um smoking was you know the reason that he met his wife um but then it was also the reason that he passed away oh i'm sorry to hear that yeah um But she wanted to tell this story in the form of a show. And so she brought us all together. We created this show. And then it was eventually a show called Ash, which we brought to the Edinburgh Fringe, Paris Fringe. We brought it to the Vault Festival here in London. And it went really well. And got some lovely, lovely reviews. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That's really good. And
0: so that's people within the industry as well as the audience.
1: Yes, Yeah it was it was great and then our second show we wanted to do something completely different so we actually did an immersive show where called just lose it okay where the audience came in to this um end of year party for this big weight loss corporation we wanted to kind of poke fun at the weight loss industry and um it was a bit of a a satire on how ridiculous um losing weight can be um so everyone came in and you all got teamed up with a team leader um one of us you know was uh the calorie counting like very strict with calories <laughs> um and a little scary uh one of us was only eating celery for her diet i um, love that <laughs> so this is all
0: based on real things <laughs> yeah yeah
1: but just kind of pushing it yeah a little bit further it um and so that was a lot of fun and then uh again for our third show we wanted to do something again completely different so we had this idea we were inspired by some of the feminist literature coming out for kids, like "Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls," right. and actually, one of one of our company members was reading a poem uh, called "The Crocodile." My mm. Rolled doll, and mm. in the poem, the crocodile um, likes to eat girls with. Uh, honey and caramel and the boys with mustard. (laughs) And we started questioning this idea, like, why do girls have to go with honey and why do boys have to go with mustard? Mm. Um, And so from that, we kind of went on a bit of a tangent and created this story about a little girl who lives in a town where the rules are really strict and girls have to be girls and boys have to be boys and the town's run by an evil mayor crocodile and she has to save the day and uh defeat the crocodile questioning the rules along the way
0: (laughs) great so she's a heroine she's a leader (laughs) she's all of those different things
1: yeah so it's it is our first kids show or family show it's really for the whole family and also our first musical Oh, really? Yes. So
0: so you sing anyway, don't you?
1: I do, apparently.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is everybody else in the team? How many people are in the team?
1: So I would say at this moment in time, there's about five or six kind of core members. It's kind of changed um, from the beginning. We started out, I think, nine of us. Oh, my Um, goodness. Yeah. (laughs) And then people, you know, they get other work and it takes them away. People come back and it's just kind of this lovely flow of of creatives within the company <laughs> is
0: that like a collective or do do people actually have designated leadership roles that they then deal with
1: so within i guess you would say within the core group of us um we've we've had lots lots of meetings about this (laughs) okay Um, i hope it's not too fragile to talk about no not at all there was there was one in particular where we um realized we should figure out what the strengths are with each of us because each of us brings something completely different to the table um we are very much a bric-a-brac <laughs> oh, <okay>. of people <laughs> in, in Hence the best the possible name. way exactly so you know one of us um she's really amazing at writing copy so she'll do a lot of the writing yeah. one of us is uh, well obviously one of us is the, the director she directs the show
0: and is that because she's in her own three. creative life she directs yes right
1: yes she's a very talented director and she's she f- from the beginning of of our time as a company until now she's had the main I would say creative vision. Mm. Um, so she sort of sparks the ideas, and she pushes us to go further with these ideas.
0: Wow!
1: Um, and it, it might change because the company's constantly changing. Yeah. But it's so far, it's been really, really great.
0: And does she, for example, the director and uh-huh. everybody else, including you, uh-huh. do you all also focus on your solo individual career? Or, yes. At, at the same time, yes.
1: And how does um, that work? So um, we each have different different things going on mm-hmm. and uh, auditions that come up and other work that comes up. And one of the really great things about our company, I would say, is that we're really supportive of each other. Okay. So even if it means there might be a conflict with dates or something, <laughs> like, um, if somebody gets a job that might take them away from rehearsals, we have been trying to our best to work around it in a way that doesn't take away from the company because it's really important that we're all there for all of the rehearsals we've learned that the hard way um um, but at the same time allowing for each of us to blossom on our own creative paths as well yeah so it's a
0: respect of who you are as an individual that then makes up the whole
1: yes Yes, exactly, mm.
0: exactly. So, who's your audience? Who who do you ideally do your work for? Appreciating that this present one is a family one.
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I suppose it's changed with all three shows. With mm. our first show, Ash, our audience <laughs> well, it was our first show, so it was anyone we could get in. <laughs> <laughs> Please
0: come. come it's good, honest. Um,
1: but people that are are interested in um, you know devised physical storytelling. Kind of shows. And then our second show, because it was immersive, you know, people that are interested in being completely immersed in the world of the show. Yes. And people maybe that were interested in the weight loss industry or the fitness industry. Also for that show, businesses, people who work in, because there was a. We talked a lot about corporations and kind of the dynamics between um, employees and bosses and things. Um, So that I think was quite interesting to them as well. Mm. And then, yeah, for our newest show, um, families, children, all the children. (laughs) Um, We just, yeah, we're really excited about this one because um, we really stand behind the message of the show. And we, uh, when we have... um, when we have an audience in, it just makes all of the difference. Like seeing their smiling faces back at us. It's just so yeah. nice. Yeah. It's so
0: cool. Especially if they are little jelly beans. Yeah. They're just so <laughs> contained with so and much And they're to so give. present as yeah. well. They just get That's it. Right. They
1: just get it. There was one show that we did because um, we brought the show to the Edinburgh Fringe this August. Well,
0: oh, congratulations on Thank that. Thank
1: you. It was so much fun. Um, but there was one show in particular where the main character of the show, her name's Abigail, she's played by our uh, colleague Alice. Um, she plays seven-year-old girl, seven-year-old girl named Abigail. And... There's one moment where she's saying, oh, I need, I need something like, um, not a a plane, not, um, something else, but a, a, and then a little kid in the audience shouts, a rocket ship. And that was literally her next line. (laughs) We were like, can you be in the show child? Because.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, you (laughs) are writing this. (laughs) That's so good. Be our next writer for our next production. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) They must have felt so good as well. Yeah. That did something for them too. Yeah,
1: and we, we kind of think maybe that child thought they changed the whole ending yeah, of the show.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's so like, much- actually, we're going to do a rocket ship. We weren't going to, yeah. but Now. <laughs>
1: now. <laughs>
0: That's so good. So I'm... Um, OK, let's talk about this this thing that I've got in the back of my head, which is how do you manage initially nine people, now five people? How do you create with so many people? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think the main question here really is what are the challenges that you've come across?
1: Well, it's a lot of creative voices <laughs> in a very creative space, which we've made sure is a safe space. How do you,
0: how do, you do that, by the way, in your, in your world?
1: Well, with our company, it's It's interesting because we've been working together since school and there are definitely challenges along the way because we're so close, like not only as colleagues, but as friends as well. And we are so lucky to spend time with each other outside of the rehearsal room as well as in the rehearsal room. But we're very clear that when we're in the rehearsal room, it's work mode and we've had to learn not to take things personally right. um if somebody doesn't like your idea yeah. or uh well we try not to laugh at each other's ideas <laughs> so that doesn't always happen
0: <laughs> no and, and do you have to preframe that because it can be taken as you're laughing at me but actually it's just the idea yeah so how, how do you the sensitivity of being attached to an idea and someone saying well that's just a bit rubbish isn't it
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um well we've had to we've had to learn that that you know we're not going to be fans of each other's ideas yeah. all the time and that's completely fine and sometimes like it will be taken personally because right. it can be really you know it it can be difficult to be told that your ideas not great but then we've learned how to take you know take time away take time maybe you need a break like five minutes just away from the rehearsal Mm -hmm. rehearsal room actually that's an important part of our rehearsal process is taking breaks uh, even if it's two minutes five minutes and um, a lot of the times our director will say get out of the room go outside like if it's sunny go spend five minutes just in the sunshine not talking to anyone and those few moments of just you know Being with yourself (laughs) Um, is really helpful to then kind of look at it, look at it from the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And we all are really passionate about making the show the best that it can be. So if that's sacrificing, you know, scene in the show that you're really attached to, then so be it.
0: So you've got the greater picture in hand. Yes,
1: we have to. Yeah. Absolutely. We, and and it's
0: sounding like everybody's actually on board with that. Am I yes. right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Right. And I, I'd say that we've gotten a lot better. We've gotten a lot better about it along the way as well.
0: Are, are those the main challenges? Are there any other challenges that you've come um, across?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh,
0: (laughs) I am wondering what bag bag of worms I'm opening up. (laughs) Go for it. This is a very safe space.
1: (laughs) Just on the radio. It's fine. Um, (laughs) Well, all of the administrative work, getting all of the administrative work and getting the funding um, for the show, because a lot Mm. of, for all of the shows, for the company, because funding is really really tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Um this
0: show was funded by Arts Council, yeah?
1: Um so we did get some Arts Council funding. Mm-hmm. We also did some fundraising ourselves. Congrats. We thanks. Mm. We um from time to time, we run different cabaret nights, um, which is really fun because it gives us an opportunity to get in touch with many of our very talented friends who work in comedy and mm. um, theater, and we bring them in, and they they so lovingly perform on a stage for us <laughs> um, <laughs> in front of other people who pay money <laughs> Yes, sure, sure. <laughs> so that um, we can fundraise a little bit. And actually, like the nights are really fun to organize. It reminds me, we should, we should uh Start organizing our next one. But, oh, okay. but yeah, so all of this takes extra time that's not necessarily paid. So making sure that everybody is, you know, pulling their weight. Um,
0: How do you do that?
1: A lot of loving reminders <laughs> i'll give you an example please um, do <laughs> so we got our um we got our show filmed while we were at the fringe and that's nice it was great mm-hmm. and we now have the footage and i've been given the responsibility or i've taken the responsibility of creating the trailer and our friends my friend my friends in the company they keep asking where's the trailer we need to send it <laughs> off we need to send it off i'm like okay one of my friends roxanne <laughs> she's like How's the trailer coming along? And Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I still have to finish it. Mm -hmm. And then she sends me a text the next day (laughs) saying... were you able to download the footage? Because people have been, problem- ha- been having problems downloading the actual footage of the show. <laughs> I said, mm, the link expired. Can you send it to me, please? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And she, she, she laughed at me. Yeah. Um, but now I'm almost done with it. So,
0: okay. yes. And so, within the, something come up, actually, the question. Mm-hmm. Within all of that, was there, we're, there, we're gonna talk about boundaries, actually. Okay. Were there boundaries created with regards to a timeline? For, yes. For
1: that. Um, so I said, for example, for this trailer, I said I would finish it this week. So yeah. the week's not over okay, yet. So okay. technically I'm within the deadline. I would have liked to have it done yesterday.
0: but yesterday came and went and i had no control i had no control (laughs) (laughs) who took yesterday away (laughs) i was at a wedding last weekend (laughs) it's hard and you talked about um doing stuff you know without being paid and stuff but Mm -hmm. this is kind of the 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 nature of the business of of doing stuff when you work for yourself which Mm -hmm. is extracurricular oh yeah because you just want to make it happen.
1: Yeah. And that is the driving force behind our company is, um, you know, the the passion behind it and yeah. the love that we have for the work that we make, for each other, mm-hmm. for the messages that we'd like to spread. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're constantly questioning, you know, what, um, what we're trying to do with the company, what um, our mission statement is, what the you
0: know yeah the vision the vision yeah let's go for a little break hello and welcome back you're listening to nicolette on the creative genius show and i've got alex hinson in the studio today alex is an actor an american actor (laughs) <laughs> and a movement director and she co-created uh, a wonderful theater called bric-a-brac which really does things in an unexpected way and we're finding out all about how the dynamics of working in a large team a creative team actually works um, and we're going to come on to uh, Communication, uh, actually, connection, because there are. I've, I've talked about connection previously in a, a couple of other shows, because connection is one of the six human needs that we as human beings must have. It is essential. A child, a you know, newborn, cannot survive without contact from its mother or whoever is being the role of carer at that time. And so, connection is really, really important. Question for you, Alex, is how important is connection in your world? Because on a scale of one to ten, if it could be for some on one, it's like ah, I can't bother with it. Mm-hmm. On ten is oh my gosh, if I don't get connection, this is what happens. So I'm wondering where is it in your world? I would say for me,
1: connection is very important it's essential part of why I love doing what I do is because I get to work with so many amazing Mm -hmm. people and within our company we as I've mentioned we're we're close friends as well as colleagues and so that I think um, allows for us to create something really special because you've got you know five of us on stage six of us on stage who not only are um, really excited to be performing but performing with each other and we've gotten some feedback from some people saying like you could see the love on stage between you guys (laughs) and I think that's so nice that's so so nice and then not only within the company but you know with others as well we work we bring in other creatives all the time and that is really exciting because we get to know all of these different personality types Mm. and they all bring something different to the table as well we brought on board our music director for the show his name is David Timms and he's unbelievably talented at what he does and it's just been a pleasure working with him and he's really lifted the music of the show oh that's
0: really good Mm -hmm. Um, do you have a definition of connection
1: definition of connection just something
0: that you would say I think connection is this this is what it means to me
1: I suppose it is getting to know another individual on all sorts of levels so Mm. on a creative level it could be on um, a friendship level really spending time with them working with them I think working with someone is a really great way to connect and it's interesting. It's interesting that at school it kind of went hand in hand. That the our friendship group also ended up being a working group. Mm. And I don't know which one came first. I don't know if it if it was by luck or if it has something to
0: do with the other. Yeah, that's an that's something food for thought for you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Over a cup of coffee. <laughs> mm. um, so, um, how do you ensure that you? connect positively and also in a way that nourishes you and those you're in company with?
1: I think honesty is key. Mm. It's so easy to, you know, hide the way that you're really feeling about something. yeah. And then that can come out in different forms, like whether it be passive aggressive behaviors or shortness with somebody. <laughs> like yeah, having of course. A so honesty and truth, has become really definitely something that we try to encourage within the company and just you know just just letting others know when, when something's not feeling right.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a skill to that really, isn't yeah. there? And I expect if you get to know the people who you're working with, you kind of get to know which dolly mixture they are.
1: Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And how
0: you want to eat them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd say the other thing is, um, you know, in those tricky moments within the company or um, with anything work-related, I'd say that also making sure that we continue to empower each other. Mm. Um, I think empowerment is a really, really important, it's really important that we try to make each other feel good about what we're doing and what they're doing. And um, I think it's important that we uh, bring positivity to the room, even when it gets difficult.
0: Sure, and what does that actually look like? Um, so,
1: uh, if we are trying to decide what the next move is for um, for the company as a whole or for a specific show, um, if we find a roadblock, if we find a particular challenge, we're like, oh, actually, we're not sure if we can do it. Once one person kind of gets a little bit sad or worried about something, it kind of rubs off on the rest of the group. And then we all kind of get in this little like tangle, this little web. And so, but we are, we have... I'd say we're really good at getting out of that and um, saying, no, but wait, we've made something amazing like yeah. we can push this further, um we can overcome these obstacles.
0: <laughs> it's a play in itself
1: yeah. yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> and and we all take turns we're we're all um you know we all have our moments of mm. um of pessimism and then it takes the others to you know lift us out of that which is it's good it's good of course And so now
0: in, in most groups people have their roles mm-hmm. and what would you say your role is
1: my role is I tend to be more on the positive side I'd uh-huh. say um so in terms of like personality <laughs> I tend to I mean I definitely have my moments there was one week of rehearsals before um, mustard where I was just I don't know what it was but I was just in the worst mood I don't know if it was because we had a lot of rain that week or mm. what but I was just and I apologized afterwards I was like oh my gosh everyone I'm so sorry mm-hmm. I hope I didn't let the whole team down but in terms of um more administrative stuff I do most of um, our social media marketing what else do I do editing the the trailer for the (laughs) (laughs) show (laughs) that dumb trailer rears its head again (laughs) updating the website which I should do that as well
0: Um. (laughs) so how do you fit all of this into your everyday? because obviously you're not only doing this plus you're doing your solo stuff plus you're living life
1: Yeah, what is (laughs) is life? Um,
0: And that's another show, (laughs) tune in. (laughs) How are you managing?
1: So I've got all of my schedule on my phone, on my calendar, on my phone. And um, they're all color coded. So I've got a color for work stuff. I've got a color for bric-a-brac stuff, a color for my personal stuff. Okay. And for, uh, there's another one as well. I think travel has its own as well. Um, Well, As an
0: international travel, as opposed to traveling from East to... West, you know uh, internal travel or
1: yeah yeah just like any kind of trips that I t- like
0: right just going to the wedding for example yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that yeah.
1: wedding <laughs> <laughs> that's another show as well um <laughs> 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 so I try to make sure that they even out mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't always work out that way sometimes there will be one week where I'm I'm working and so when I say work I mean all of the stuff that I do alongside acting so yeah. I work at, at Union Station Yoga which mm-hmm. is how I know you yeah. and I work I uh, do some babysitting pet sitting house sitting right. all sitting <laughs> so these are all connection sitting <laughs> yeah con- exactly yeah, yeah. wow
0: So that must be a high value of yours then.
1: It is. It definitely, definitely is. And there was one job that I had where I was doing telephone sales-ish kinds of things. Mm. And I have to say... When I actually got into a conversation with a person, I I kind of liked it. Mm, like there was a mm. moment of liking it, but it was more being hung up on them <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> than um, actually connecting. So I didn't stay in that job, which yeah. was fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I,
0: I, I I empathize with that and understand yeah. that because I had the same experience. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. I feel like there are so many amazing and random jobs that have come up along the way. So it keeps things interesting rather yeah. than getting, you know, stuck in a routine. But then that being said, the downside of that is because there is no routine, if I have a week which is really busy with work, mm-hmm. that might mean less time for myself. And then because I don't have more time for myself, I'm not getting enough rest, then that might mean less time for bric or back work, which you know it's it's a constant it's a constant battle but we're we um try to have meetings as a group um mm. more often than not we're we've just started um because Two of us have uh, moved away. One of us um, is in Leeds. One of us is back in Norway. Mm. Um, so we've been having meetings over um, Facebook Messenger has a video chat. Yeah,
0: that's right. Feature that yeah. works
1: with up to six, five or six people. Amazing.
0: So
1: we've been doing that, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, actually, <laughs> it's, it's good because you have to be really careful um, not to speak over each other so that you can really hear. Because otherwise, there's feedback, and it all, it, everything gets messed up. So, wow, that's a different <laughs> maybe kind, it's kind of mechanism. A better kind of, yeah. Way to
0: <laughs> I was thinking you could never leave your house again. No. <laughs>
1: exactly um and then um also we've had uh admin days so days okay. that we get together um and we just say okay we're gonna work this whole day um and those are really productive days we've gotten a lot done
0: i can imagine because you feed off each other and yes. you're actually there for a purpose
1: yes yeah yes. the feeding off of each other it's a it's a big one like when one uh, when we get one win it kind of sparks this uh, domino effect where we're just like, yeah, we want more, 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 more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's keep going. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's lovely. And that is one of the wonderful pros of working with a a group that you really connect with. Exactly. Now, communication is another of my curiosities. Mm -hmm. Um, The way we communicate, whether it's verbal or body language or instinctual Mm. or otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so have you explored at all on your journey with the group how crucial communication is for staying on the same page together because you talked about you know being a safe space and you talked about sharing how you feel with honesty and Mm -hmm. truthfulness Mm -hmm. Um, are those the things that you would say really allow you to stay connected from a communication perspective
1: yeah from a communication perspective um echoing what i was saying about honesty that is everything Mm -hmm. um and again working with friends it can be hard to say that you disagree with somebody's creative ideas um, but it has to be said because if it's not said then you can tell, like, we know each other so well that you can tell if somebody, with our director, for example, um, <laughs> if she doesn't like an idea, she kind of just sits really quiet. Okay,
0: okay, so she's on
1: mute, <laughs> the dimmers down. Or, or it's kind of, uh, it's one or the other, either she gets really quiet, or she's like, no, that was, that was, no, absolutely
0: not. <laughs> so, so one's quite defined, and one is kind of, I don't really yeah. know how to step yeah. into this.
1: I think the really quiet one is when she thinks that we really like what we've presented yeah. to her yeah. or like if she thinks we might be attached to, to yeah. um, a certain part um, of the show. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, more and more, um, I think we're all feeling much more comfortable with each other and much more um, willing to uh, give our honest opinions. Wow,
0: so it's nearly what, four years?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Let's see, what year is it now?
0: Uh, 2019,
1: for a few more months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: sure it is. And, and do you have any underpinning intentions that when you're communicating, they drive your behavior?
1: Yeah. Um, looking at the greater good of the company. Right. Is that, you know, that's the answer that I want to say is <laughs> rings true all the time. That's not always true. I mean... Um, I think sometimes with all of us, uh, myself included, I think sometimes ego gets in the way.
0: Yeah, um, darn ego, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, if you don't catch Get him or that. her, yeah. it's all over.
1: <laughs> and, you know, with actors, we are just like, Ugh, there's so much of that going around. Sure. Um, so if, if we're more, when we are more mindful about it, I'd say that, um, trying to strip away you know the ego and and the attachments that we have to our own uh role in the show yeah and looking at if we're looking at a specific show for example um looking at the the show as a whole and um in the past we've had some issues with Um, each of us getting attached to our own character's story arc and you know oh well but my character doesn't really have an arc or my Mm -hmm. character (laughs) I don't really know what they're thinking at this time but really maybe in that time it's not as important as Mm -hmm. what's happening like in the center of the stage yeah (laughs) so kind of letting go of that a little bit and um uh and bringing back the word um empowerment, Mm -hmm. Um, empowering each other to, you know, come together and and make the
0: thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Communicating, I'm hearing a lot about how it all works. Pretty, you you found a way to make it work. What happens when it doesn't? What does that look like? What's the fallout when you're not communicating?
1: <laughs> well, well. well. <laughs> tears, um. <laughs> yelling. <laughs> no, I mean, not as much. Tears, yes. Um. <laughs> we've oh, had tears yelling. in yeah. the rehearsal tears, room. Honestly. Sorry about it. Uh, um. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. It's a beautiful
0: expression. It doesn't always mean sadness, though.
1: It doesn't. Actually, there have been a couple of rehearsals where we've been so touched by something yeah. that we all just end up there's one song in particular in the show. Um and it's it's a really touching song and um it's sung by um Alice who plays uh the lead and um David our musical director who's also in the show plays the little boy in the show. Mm -hmm. And they sing this song together and um it's so it's it's a softer moment in the show and it's so cool to see um that the I think the first few times we were just in tears especially our, our friend uh, Roxanne she's was- <laughs> we we're like we can't we can't cry during the real show so let's pull it together <laughs> um <laughs> let's let's
0: rehearse that yeah <laughs> uh,
1: but um back to your question about you know when when the tears aren't for something nice yeah. um uh yeah there are there are moments where we um come head to head on um whether it be an idea or um, whether or not a scene should stay in the show or uh, the the way that we're working together, um, if somebody doesn't feel like they're being listened to. Mm. Um, or, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's a big one.
0: How, how does that get dealt with?
1: Um, so, ideally, um, a, a little bit of space, a little bit of time, and then also having i think it's important to have the courage to share how you're feeling with the group because a lot of the times i think it's easy to step back and say oh well my problems aren't really important or um i i feel silly that i that i'm feeling this way and i like don't want to be the person that has a lot of feelings or whatever um but i think it's important when somebody is is feeling that way um for them to even if it's just one other person like mm-hmm. even if it's just talking to one other person in the cast or not even in the cast like going home and venting and then coming back speaking to the person that you might be having an issue with um in a in a caring way and not in an not in an aggressive way or a defensive way mm-hmm. um but just kind of stripping it down laying it how it is mm-hmm. um I think that can be really helpful
0: yeah yeah and so communication really is quite paramount yeah i mean it sounds kind of obvious is. because you're actors and you no, talk but- and but there could be moments where actually you're so caught up in yourselves yes. that there's these blockages between each of you and just like four or five entities just yeah. on your own yeah. but i'm hearing a real resonance with each other a real connection i think of bluetooth <laughs> do you know you know you turn on bluetooth <laughs> and you turn it on it's blue light like Yeah. And it just connects with the other person who's got Bluetooth. Yeah.
1: When it works. (laughs) When it works. (laughs) Sometimes it
0: doesn't work. (laughs) So this is the moment when it works. Yeah. And so I'm just thinking, I have a vision and an image of 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 that and you guys in a space and this sort of blue energy just flowing between each one of you as you connect with each other, interact sporadically.
1: That's beautiful. I love
0: that. Um, thank you. Boundaries here. Let's just have a a little uh, connection about boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, I addressed the importance of boundaries in a previous, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago actually. So, dear creatives, if you want to listen to how to become very powerful and step away from feeling helpless and tearful um, on a regular basis, it may be because you need to put some boundaries in place. Mm -hmm. So, go to the Anchor FM platform and find the boundaries audio it's there so do so so just bringing boundaries into your space how do you create boundaries
1: um that's a good question as well i think that we we're constantly needing to put um boundaries around the way that we work um what comes to mind um first is the administrative side of things um and Because more and more as our company progresses, we have to think of it um, more and more as uh, a business, Yeah, which can be difficult to think of this, you know, company that's we want to be spreading our art and (laughs) our theater, creating creative things. And then all of a sudden being like, oh, but it's a business. Yeah, it's tricky. But I guess. Making sure that we stay true to our artistic integrity, not compromising that just because we want to make more money, not creating work just to make money because we're not really interested in that. That's yeah. not what, we, what we've spent so many hours, you know, putting work into this company for. Um, so, so
0: what is the objective then?
1: The objective is to uh, create work that's interesting to make and that spreads an interesting message that teaches something or tells a story, a unique kind of story. I guess with with boundaries, it can be it can be a challenge, but then because we're also loving and supportive to one another, we're able to instill those boundaries in a in a positive way.
0: That is a great place to, to, to pause, really, to say thank you so much for being here, having the boundaries put in place in bric-a-brac um, and having this great space of communication with Bluetooth hanging around all, all the time where you just seem to get each other and seem to know how to be authentic and to say what you mean and to mean what you say. One of the arts of communication, you know, listening and actually being able to hear what other people are saying and saying what it is that you need as well so you can build the relationships. Mm -hmm. And and that just sounds like you've got that going on there. So. Thank you very much. And I would love to know, and I'm sure my listeners would love to know. Remind us when uh, Mustard Isn't for Girls is, is it, I get the name right? Mustard Isn't. Mustard
1: Doesn't Go With Girls. Doesn't
0: Go With Girls. When is it out?
1: Um, So we have a performance, uh, actually two performances. Yeah.
0: Um, I've got the 16th and the 17th. Is that right? This- Yeah, 16th and 17th of November.
1: Of November. At the Pleasance. At the Pleasance in uh, Islington. In Islington. At 2pm.
0: At 2pm. How Uh, do people get pickets?
1: You can go on the Pleasance website. Um, You can also check our website. It's www.brickabracktheatre.com and... Uh, we've got all of the information on our upcoming shows and whatnot there. Thank
0: you so much Alex Thank you. Thank you everybody for listening this is the Creative Genius here once again with uh, an amazing creative to share space with and I'm wishing you a wonderful week ahead. Please connect with the show at the Creative Genius Show on Instagram follow please, get all the latest show updates and my aim is to serve the emotional intelligence of the creative so if you're creative and going through some stuff right now that filling up your head and negatively impacting you or maybe in the future please do reach out uh, you might have someone in your life who you feel quite helpless to support the CreativeGenius.co.uk, because I'm here to serve the creative and emotionally whatever you or they are going through just remember you don't have to do it alone So please do reach out to someone if it's not me. Share the podcast, Anchor FM, and the Creative Genius Show is sponsored by Jerkies of Battersea. I am so happy to be here, and I can't wait to be here again next week. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. And have a wonderful week. And until then, keep creating.